Yes, yes, podcast with Giselle Mirso. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Cross, yes, chit chat with Giselle and Sierra. Welcome back, Sarah, to another chit chat with you. Love you, by the way. This is great. Hey, oh, yay. It's so good to talk to you again. It's good to be back podcasting after we both took uh, a break that I think we both kind of needed a little bit. I think so. A lot of things have happened in the last three weeks. But uh, do you want to start with what you've been up to three weeks? Because it's been a lot, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's just been a busy time. I've been um, finishing moving. I'm now getting settled in Palm Springs, which is really fun. I'm, I'm really enjoying being here. It's just like, it's a great feeling to be in a community where I just feel like I can be 100% myself. And I also love that, like, everyone around me, like from my, like, all my neighbors, like the landscaper, the pool guy, all they only know me as Sierra. So it's like I get to have a completely new clean start with people who don't have any sort of memory of of like the person I was before which is really fun (laughs) and it's just like it feels good to know that I'm kind of getting a getting a really like a a fresh chance to like make make first impressions and just have people know me uh, as like the person I am uh first so that's that's been great and how are you um so I'm good uh I know I've taken more time off uh actually uh we actually saw each other on your birthday which was great uh a little over yes, three weeks ago. <laughs> yes i drove over and actually saw you hugged you and got to see your older place but I, I met your dogs beautiful wonderful gorgeous dogs uh one loved to drink the pool water but you know it's fine good old galileo <laughs> oh dumb dumb galileo i hope he doesn't hear i hope he doesn't listen to this i wouldn't like i wouldn't <laughs> like him to think that i'm disparaging him but he, he is a dumb dumb <laughs> a uh, little bit but what what beautiful lovely dogs that showed some love to me and i love your gorgeous house your dogs and you're so hospitable and i uh gave you some nice little gifts to you um love spending time with you um oh but, yeah did. it was so yeah. awesome i love seeing you again after all this time the last time we saw each other was on your birthday so i know and of course that never would have been the case if it wasn't for covid so i'm just like right. I'm super excited going forward now that we're both fully vaccinated that we'll be able to hang out more often yes yes and actually hung out and like spent time inside indoors for a little bit um you know although we were pretty busy but um yeah i drove home and i don't know after meeting you uh, i think i talked a bit about this um mm-hmm. i don't know i felt a little little like oh my god i've done everything i needed to do ever in my life for this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> it was like yes i did something because like seeing your progress in a little under a year I think, right? Because we met probably like April or May of last year, maybe a little in June. But like seeing the progress that you've made has just been amazing. So it's just, I felt a little like sad that like, I, I and I'll talk a little bit about that later, but like mm-hmm. what I'll be able to do for other listeners. It's like, oh my gosh, like you are, you know, my, my, I don't Everest, like I've done everything. You're literally my <laughs> Sierra. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like I conquered it. Yes. So I don't know. It was just like that. So that got me feeling a little, I mean, not sad, but just kind of, and I'll talk a little bit about this later, but like languish, <laughs> kind of like, I don't know, like what else is out there, right? And that's kind of made me kind of at that point. But otherwise, I've just been chilling at home and resting, working, doing the same old stuff, but just taking mm-hmm. a little bit of a break from the podcast. Yeah. That is, it's totally healthy to take a break once in a while. 
<clears throat> it's funny because it's like I've noticed that a lot of us who are like on the Discord and just kind of involved in the community, we all kind of stepped back or all kind of, um, yeah, I think stepping back is maybe a good way of putting it. It's not like we just disappeared or anything, but it's like we just haven't been as as like present. And I think it's, it's perfectly natural and perfectly normal to want to just uh, try to find a balance to give yourself a break, even from things that are good, just to give yourself a break to kind of focus on other things, recenter yourself. And it's definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we've taken a little bit of time where we can just focus on other things that we need to do as well. Agreed. Agreed. And yes, that's what I've been doing the last two or three weeks of um, like, you're right, just stepping back away from the podcast and the discord. Um, even though I've like, peeked in or just kind of seen what everyone's talking about and seeing that it's still going on and people are still pretty active on the discord. And we've got like two or three members or four more members and just seeing them kind of active and talking and I'm like, that's great. That's like a still positive sign that even without us, people are still thriving in our community, I guess. That's what it is. Yeah. It's been just an awesome community still. I'm excited now that I'm kind of done with the more challenging parts or the more time consuming parts of moving. I'm excited to get back on there and start talking again and hopefully meet some of the interesting new people who have signed up since I've really been around very much last. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, yeah. And by the way, everyone, uh, Sarah's house is really gorgeous. Like she's a really good interior decorator and, uh, her stuff looks really nice and she owns a lot of things. So clothes too, girl, cause you had a lot of boxes, <laughs> even on our, one of our discords. I was like, why do you have so many boxes and they're all full of clothes. So yeah, so I have like three closets at this place. I mean, three bedrooms, three closets, and closets are pretty much full already. <laughs> Just a week after yeah. having moved. Yeah, yeah. So many clothes, girl. Like, and like your fashion sense is, I mean, is just so like diverse. Like, it's so good. Like, so many pretty dresses, so many pretty like colors. Like, it's like you don't have just, unless you have a sense of style. What is your style, Sierra? Like, what, what do you like to? Oh, I definitely define my style as, um, as kind of basic boho. So I like colorful prints. <laughs> I like things that are kind of definitely in your face color wise, but then also I like things that are just a little more kind of basic and I like pink. I like, I don't know. I, I, I think that like anyone who's seen photos of me or like been on my Instagram will get a kind of a good sense of it. So like Part of the time I, I look pretty basic. Part of the time I just look like a crazy desert person, which is, um, that's kind of, that's kind of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. I'm all for it. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to hang out at your new place. Um, and just like when we're all vaccinated and everything's open up again, be such a good time to have. I'm very excited for it. I'm all for it. I can't wait for that either. I can't wait to actually like see you all dressed up and everything. It's been yeah. like so long and we haven't been able to do that yet. We haven't been able to hang out just as our, as ourselves like that. No, oh, agreed. One day, one day we'll get there. Um, yeah. Um, I guess we can get to the current events. I know there's a lot of other things that have just happened in three weeks. Holy crap. Um, none bigger than what happened yesterday uh, with uh, the Derek Chauvin trial uh conviction uh i don't know if you want to talk about where you were when you heard it and what your thoughts and feelings about what transpired uh were sierra 
Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was, um, I was actually back with, um, back with Gabby in Riverside, and we were, we were, she was, she was on a call, and I was just kind of, as soon as I heard when, when the news was going to come out, I just was like refreshing my browser, um, <laughs> just until I saw some, saw some news, and mm-hmm. honestly, it just feels like this is, it's, it's never as everyone has said. And of course, like it means nothing for me to say this, just like some random trans person, but it's not enough. But it is a step in the right direction, considering just how long it's been since there has, um, how long it's been that we've been waiting for some sense that people in law enforcement will be held accountable when they, when they commit right. crimes like this, mm-hmm. especially crimes that are clearly motivated by a racial misunderstanding and prejudice and it's just long overdue isn't it like it's it was encouraging but it's just like okay this is how it should have been all along so how often are we going to see this happening in similar situations and how did did you feel where were you and and what was your initial reaction um so i was here luckily at home with kirsten and I think the the news was kind of just like building up. Uh, we were talking about about at work. I was in Oakland the two days before, and they were already doing like they were already boarding up all the windows downtown. Um, and there was already there was like a small BLM movement on Saturday that uh-huh. like they broke some of the windows in downtown Oakland. They broke into some cars, and it, you know it's it's that's the looting part that you know I I don't get, but I understand the you know the anger and frustration with police officers and of course the lack of accountability towards law enforcement. Um, but there was, you know, people were boarding up uh, in Hollywood as well, like downtown LA, cause they knew, mm-hmm. you know, if anything less than a conviction, like if he was acquitted on any charge, they probably would have rioted regardless. I mean, there might've been some rioting, but not as big, I guess. I, I, I didn't hear of anything, but um, I was scared and I was, like expecting the worst and if anything i think everyone was surprised that they actually got a conviction on a law enforcement on law enforcement because on every other case they didn't have that with that's right thing which is insane but i mean um there's a lot of talk and i you read some of the responses from certain people like the worst one was nancy pelosi's did you hear her Oh gosh, her response. No, I didn't hear what. What did she say? He said, uh, <laughs> "I mean, it was kind of not the greatest response. You kind of understand it, but not really." She said that uh, <laughs> George Floyd sacrificed himself for justice. And it was like, oh, I, I, he didn't really sacrifice himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, sure like, he would rather have lived. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he wanted to. You know, it wasn't like a choice. Uh, and. Right. I, I, <laughs> And a lot of people are saying, well, you know, this is a win or whatever, but like no one really won, you know, and there's like, uh, I was listening to uh, Higher Learning, a podcast with uh, Van Lathan and uh, Rachel Lindsay. Uh, they talk about black issues and um, they talked about like, we all lost once George Floyd took his last breath, right? Like, absolutely. There was no winning at all. Once he was, you know, once he was had his, had Derek Chauvin's, knee on his neck and you know he said said he couldn't breathe and there was no helping and you know there's no winning it it was just kind of like it happened and i mean it it sparked an entire movement right that that happened i think may 25th or 26th of last year and 
you know, it's, it's, and I, I, it's always weird. And I'll talk a bit about this later, but like talking about these issues on the podcast, like this one <laughs> sometimes makes it feel like a miss. Like, why, like, what does this even have to do with anything cross-dressing or transgender or sexuality related? But it's like, if you don't talk about these kinds of things that relate to the common person or the person who's, you know, may not be a cross-dresser or a trans person and but you don't understand the plight of a lot of black people or a lot of people who were hurt or suffer on by the hands of law enforcement and there are no there is no accountability like what are we doing as a podcast i i don't know I, you know what i mean Tara? like i completely know what you mean and, and we've said before when dealing when coming across challenging times or moments where i think everyone in society took a moment and like took a breath and just like engaged with an issue all at the same time. Like the capital, um, the capital insurrection was mm-hmm. like another thing just like this. Mm-hmm. We're like, we can't just go on with talking about things that are unrelated. Like we have to, I feel like just as a, as a, as good citizens, we have to engage with these kinds of conversations. And yeah. I mean, how can we talk about like makeup and dresses <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we right. don't right. first acknowledge like what a what a time we're living through and what that what that means to not just us but but people people we care about in our communities? Yeah, because these are people in our community. You know, I'm not saying George Floyd was trans or you know he had you know sexuality or gender issues, but maybe someone who knew him did, and you know they're having their own issues, but like a bigger issue at hand is the clearly is this law enforcement, like the lack of accountability on law enforcement or, you know, maybe unnecessary force. Like during the trial, they recently released the news of a 16 year old girl being shot in Ohio. I think they released the body cam footage. I haven't seen it yet, but I mean, just hearing that (laughs) at the time when, you know, you're seeing this policeman be convicted, it's like, sure. This, this is one time that we got a conviction, but there's clearly something wrong in our society when there are still people getting shot. Obviously I don't know what happened yet. I mean, the the news, you know, that's still up for, you know, the judges and the courts to decide, but just hearing about that is like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. There, there are just so many situations where it really seems like we just don't have to use lethal force in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why in so many of these cases, even when law enforcement officers are subjected to like a threat of violence, like why does it have to be lethal force that they use in so yeah. many cases? Yeah. I mean, even just the, the, the other case, and I forgot why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the other case in Minneapolis, like near, near, what was it? Why am I blanking on that guy's name? Sean something. Remember that case? It's like just happened like two weeks ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like that was just another case where you had another person who was unarmed. Yeah. Uh, the taser taser thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Dante Wright. Why did I blank on his name? You had the Dante Wright thing. Mm-hmm. Also caught on body cam footage of an unarmed man getting shot unnecessarily and probably mistakenly because it, she thought it was a gun. It was a, 
she thought it was a taser, but it was actually a gun and shot. Oh, if you believe that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that we it was just, you saw it, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know, right? We're not, I'm not the jury. I'm not, you know, I don't have the thing presented to me. And, you know, I can just watch the footage and just be like, oh, wow. Just, I don't know, shocked. Or yeah. were you were you shocked at all about the conviction with Derek Chauvin? I don't know if I was shocked. Like I felt like this was the right moment for this kind of thing to happen. I felt like we have mm. come such a long way in developing better understandings of like where we need to go with criminal justice reform, and we've we've come yeah. to I think a better understanding of just how stacked against people of color, particularly black people Mm -hmm. practices of law enforcement are just in society in general. And so I thought like, if there's ever a time where, and if there was ever a particular case where the evidence was just so overwhelming and the case was presented so effectively, Mm -hmm. if there was ever a situation where we would get a conviction, it would be this. So my, I wasn't surprised, but I was more just afraid, like, if this isn't a conviction, we'll never get a conviction. For this right. right. And I, this was like the clearest one I've ever seen, it seems. Yeah. I mean, some of the, I mean, I, I didn't watch a lot of the stuff. I overheard some of the things my coworkers were telling me about, like some of the defense <laughs> reasoning on how he died was the, was the carbon monoxide fumes from, the, from his face being in front of the exhaust from mm-hmm. the car. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, that's a that's a reasoning." I guess I, uh, it's I yeah. It was pretty bizarre logic because yeah. you could also just think if he wasn't restrained on the ground in exactly that location, <laughs> not yeah. to be seen like an almost a move of desperation where they they wanted to position what happened as negligence rather yeah. than sort of like criminal culpability. You Murder, know, right? That was. I, I, it boggles my mind, but I know it's like as a defense, you're trying to just raise doubt in one juror, right? Because then you can, yeah. you know, have a hung jury because you have one. It's like, whoa, I, yeah, man. I mean, it was caught on video, and that was unfortunately like the only, not the only, but the saving grace for George Floyd and getting conviction was like, I think we all saw it the day after, and we were all like, what the fuck? And, yeah, and, and this is like, this is such a common thread. Like, the reason we know the name Rodney King is because of video. Mm-hmm. And that was a time before video was very common in law enforcement. It happened to be, I think it was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the cameras at a gas station. Uh, oh, I think it was actually somebody was filming Were they? Uh, Rodney King. Yeah, somebody brought their V, like their V, their handheld camcorder or whatever, and was filming filming it and just saw this law enforcement and, he, and and I remember that one because no one got convicted and all, all of LA broke broke loose that that conviction holy crap the, well understandably so yeah. and that was I think a similar moment where like everyone who saw the video thought like how can these people mm-hmm. not be held accountable for what they did mm-hmm. and, it was just like it was yeah straight up violence against him yeah. and oh. unrestrained violence. And, and so like it's, it's video that is, is uh, really what has brought so many of these issues to account. 
But then how many other officer-involved shootings? Right. How many other situations like this have we not? Mm. Will, will yeah. there be no accountability for the victim? Because we'll just never be able to see it in that way. Mm-hmm. And I and I was I was super afraid because I remember those riots and I remember how bad it was for LA. I mean, there's that like classic footage of that man being beat by a brick. I think we talked a little about that where a truck driver was just coming out of his car and just slammed in the face. And then, you know, there was that the the Koreans versus like I remember like Koreans in their like uh, liquor stores, they were on top of their roofs with like sniper rifles because they were in the Korean War and they had they were ready and they shot a girl. They shot a young girl, young black girl walking to a liquor store. And I mean, there was a lot of hate amongst Koreans and that that spurs a little bit of the hate towards Koreans and Asians and whatnot and whatever. But like, I was, I was afraid that could happen. That potentially could happen again Um, because people are angry and people are upset. And if you don't have a conviction, like you said, if there's no conviction here, what would it take? What else could you have done or said or shown or, that is that is so right and i was thinking exactly the same thing it it seemed to me like we would be dealing with the like aftermath of of the rodney king uh well Mm -hmm. the trial of the officers all over again if if this if this is what happened and yeah some of those some of those memories of that of those of those riots are just like it's (laughs) you can't forget seeing some of that and to think that that might happen again in Minneapolis and and then like in so many cities around the country, it just seemed to me like this would be on an even a totally different level. Yeah. Thank goodness that didn't happen. I know. Thank goodness. goodness. Like there was some, again, not justice, but some accountability. I agree. But like with, with that in the, like the last couple of weeks, I mean, the Chauvin trial has been, I think it's been two or three weeks since it started, even the jury selection and whatnot. Like, and then after meeting you, and this, this is all leading to the like mental health break that I took, um, mm-hmm. that I definitely needed. It was definitely a necessary thing was, um, and, and for really the direction of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I talked about it, Sierra is like, what do we want? Or especially what, what do I want as a host, as a, as a podcast for the future of this podcast? Like, and we talked a little bit about it, like, you know, how many times can we just talk about dresses or makeup and, you know, and before we become tone deaf, right. Before we become like, Oh, there's that podcast that's talking about makeup today. Oh wait, there's a riot in LA or there's a riot in Minneapolis. Oh, well I'll talk about makeup or let's listen to Giselle and Sierra talk about, you know, their transition. It's like, it's like, are we, are we not, are, are we that focused on that that we can't even acknowledge like, the true hurt or pain that's, you know, being caused in the community amongst other topics, right? Like, I don't want to be that podcast. And I, and I struggled with that for the last two, three weeks. And then also just, like I said, like meeting you and seeing the epitome of what I thought the podcast was where, oh my God, I got Sierra to transition. Yes, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> like, and I, I want to do that for other people, but like, I, I do know that like, it does take work and it does take time and, you know, putting the work on the podcast and also trying to have a life on my own out here with, with Kirsten and trying to have kids and trying to like have my own family. And I know you talked a bit about, to me about being, you know, the, I, if I want to step away from the podcast, but know that like my effort is not 
not necessarily being is in vain, but like the more effort I put into the podcast, the more it shows and the better the community is for it. But then I also had questions of, well, what is my obligation to the podcast, right? Like, what is my obligation to this community? What is, you know, I don't, do I owe people stuff? Do I not owe them things? And we, we talked a bit about that. And I'm glad you talked to me, I think like a week ago or so, and just kind of got set me straight a little bit and try to figure out what we want moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough situation because like, I mean, we all need balance in our lives. Right. And it's hard to find balance when you're, when you're working as intensely as you are, when there's as much going on. And then when at the same time, like you feel an obligation to a community that's kind of coalesced around this podcast. And there has been an incredible community coming together around this, this podcast. It's been absolutely amazing to see just how many um, incredible conversations and what kinds of friendships have come out of that community. But also it's like, you've given so much that like, I would never say you're obligated to give more. It's like, there's, especially when it's just something like you're doing because you enjoy doing it and because you want to do it. It's like, I don't think, I think people would be sad to not have the podcast, but I also think that most people would just understand because it's a huge, huge commitment on your part to offer this and to give so much of yourself when like a podcast is kind of a one-way street. Like there can be the community around it, but like the creation of a podcast is, is really just like, that's, that's an activity that's like, you don't get energy back from it directly. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. all just kind of the production and then it goes out there and people are enjoying it, but you're not hearing people enjoy it. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess like I do get great feedback from people and, and from the listeners and saying how they enjoyed this episode or enjoyed the, this guest and whatnot. And like, I find, I find that like rewarding and I appreciate that kind of feedback. Um, I don't know if it's just like, if it's, it, I mean, it's partly laziness cause uh, you're right. It does take a lot of like effort and time and, um, mental, like, you know, like mental effort that I do have to put in week on week basis. Like these clips are hard to find. Like I have to honestly, like it takes me like 25 minutes to find certain clips. And oh, the other sure. part, the other part too, is like, it's COVID, right? Like I did this podcast be prior to COVID, um, on the intention of going out of being Giselle some days and going out. And like, I did like a boudoir shoot and that was fun. And I got waxed and I got like, you know, like I did, I did fun, hurtful, painful things sometimes <laughs> that it was like cool to talk about that experience and people related to those experiences. And then COVID hit and um, I was sort of like, okay, we're going to take a little backseat to the dressing up part because I, I related or, I experienced the Giselle aspect it with in like in relation to, or in addition to the part related to when I went out, when I went to a part of, a, a, you know, going out to dinner, going out to a club, going out to that part. Like I, I had so much weight into that part of Giselle that like mm-hmm. when I was forced indoors, I was like, I don't like being a crab. <laughs> I don't like being this hermit. I don't like a shell in a sense. Yeah. 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 Because, because, but I, but the, but the fun part is that other people are the opposite and it's cool seeing them say, 
you know, like, oh my God, I enjoy this so much because I can dress up and hang out inside and do these things indoors, which is great. I love that. And I'm so happy, but I, I, I don't have that same kind of feeling or experience, but I'm glad that other people are, but I've struggled with just being Giselle indoors. <laughs> it's not fun to me. I don't know. Well, and so, yeah, for you, like that part of being yourself is, is, is much more like you feel it more richly in the company of others, right? Like that's what it is. It's like a thing that you, it's a, it's a thing that you probably, do, I mean, do, do you ever really, and did you ever really even go out just on your own, like not around other, not with friends or anything? It seems like a very social thing for you. Yes. For me, Giselle was social. Like I loved being Giselle in a social, like, uh, environment, social gatherings, um, going out by myself. I don't know. It's, it was like, I, I don't like myself by myself. <laughs> it's stupid, <laughs> but I, I like, I like engaging in conversation with others, even if I'm Giselle or like drink, like for a drink or for dinner. Like, I, I, I don't know. I like going to a movie by myself was kind of like, ah, this is cool as a movie, I guess. Right. Like mm-hmm. those singular solo trips are like, like I, we always make fun of crossdressers, but I'm not the one who's going to set my camera down and then walk a hundred feet and then walk back a hundred feet, you know, towards the camera. Like that's not my intent for crossdressers out there, or trans people who want to do that. Like, that's fun. That's cool. But for me, I would rather have like, for us to like drink, like drinks, me and like you and Tanya and Lily and like every other cross yes listener. And we would gather and have a good time and like chat and for sure. Um, but sure. that, yeah. you're right. There was that social component component that is lacking during COVID, and I miss that. I miss that part. I miss it. Well, and, and going forward, obviously that's going to change. Like things are already changing, and we'll be able to have more of that. And hopefully, you'll start to feel like you want to spend more time, right, um, being Giselle and just like enjoying that, like enjoying more the full extent of being yourself. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, I, I was going to talk about the uh, New York Times article uh, entitled that recently just posted, I think today or yesterday. It's called There's a Name for the Blah You're Feeling. It's called Languishing. And Languishing, uh, per the article, uh, is a feeling of, where is it? Where is it? Um, it says, uh, it's the feeling you get when you feel joyless and aimless, but not necessarily unhappy. And it occurs when you're not so depressed as to feel hopeless, but nor are you thriving. So the the irony is that like the podcast is thriving, but like me as Giselle, I'm not. <laughs> because I'm not able to like, to physically like in like proximity, hang out with the person. Like seeing you was amazing in person, hugging you, playing with your dogs, having like, having like glasses of wine, bottles open, just (laughs) chatting, having a great time. Like that part, like I love thrived, wanted that, but not having that because of the fear that I I might kill you with COVID, (laughs) like because I'm asymptomatic and I'm a carrier. Like I hate, I don't want to do that to people. So it's also that feeling. And I know, I mean, we both know people that have died from COVID or know people who know people who died of COVID. And it's like, I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to have this fun moment <laughs> spoiled by the thought of possibly killing you, Sierra. I wouldn't hate to do that. So, well, it's it's very kind of you to have so much regard for my life. <laughs> I do. You know, it's it's um, I just think we're we're at a point now where, as more people are vaccinated, like well over I think 60, 70 percent now of 
adults here in this country have had, had at least one dose of the vaccine. And I mean, it's huge progress compared to just a couple of months ago. And it feels like we will start to be able to resume more of a normal life and more normal social interactions. And I just hope that for your sake, I hope that makes you feel like you can, um, I, I hope it helps you break through some of those, those feelings of languishing a little bit, because I think so many people like myself included have, have felt that over the last year, just when a lot of the routines and the things that we use to mark the passage of time have just like changed dramatically or just disappeared from our lives. Right. I agree. I agree. And I think it's a, it's probably a common theme in all of our chit chats. I think some, at some point I always say, I can't wait to hang out. I can't wait to hang out. <laughs> it's probably hmm, just diagnosing myself. I probably have some social like longing that I'm missing out on. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I mean, certainly we always end up talking about that Yeah, because it's true. <laughs> and I'm feeling the same way. It's been such a long time since I've really had the kind of social interaction with people that I would, that I've just been craving. And it's been over the last month or so, I've finally had some good opportunities to meet up with friends, but that's really been the first time in the last year. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's funny because there have been so many changes in the last year for both of us um, mm -hmm. with COVID, even COVID happening, like look at you transitioning, you moved out, you've, you've, you know, You've gotten your acceptance at your work. Uh, I bought a house. <laughs> we yeah. have, I got married. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, look at all these things. That's, that's like, so much, yeah. yeah. Like these things are going great, but it's like that Giselle part of me hasn't been able to do anything in, in, in the sense that of like, I mean, I've done a ton. Like look how many episodes we released. We have Patreon, we have Discord. We have like all these things that are doing so well for the podcast. But I think I've neglected that side of Giselle. And because- I don't know how to do with Giselle indoors <laughs> by myself. Like, right, you know, right. It, it's insane. Um, but going outside, that's my, that's my shit. That's my thing. Like I want to go outdoors. Let's have dinner. Let's go drink. That's uh, that, that part. I cannot fucking wait to fucking display again to the world, I guess. Well, we're pretty much there. We're yeah. pretty much there. And it's been a long time coming, but it's, it's true. And yeah, they're, they're just those things when just sometimes in order to find the right balance, you need to, I'm, I'm sure it's been kind of tough, right? To be like doing all of this podcasting, talking about these issues, but then like not feeling like you really are able to express yourself in that way. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because <laughs> I know you don't, you don't probably don't feel this way, but I think people respect our opinions now. It's really weird. <laughs> like, well. I don't know. I, I feel um, we're just having a good time in conversation. I, I would, I, I know people like theoretically enjoy listening to us and respect our opinions, but honestly, I do this for, I do this for me and I do this for you as a friend. And I just yeah. think it's great that some people might listen to it and find it interesting or relatable or enjoyable or whatever. But be. like, no, I totally agree. I think people look towards us for like our opinions on stuff and like, People like if you heard Hope's last, did you hear her latest uh, one where she like highly respects your um, your <laughs> vernacular and loves how you are able to express yourselves in ways that she can't, right? And like say things, and I'm like, she can do that um, because we are. I'm not, you know, we're we're not scholar. Well, you're definitely scholarly, but like you are able to verbalize things that not everyone can the way you know in, in such a poetic way, but also very 
stern and academic. It just sounds very smart. I don't know if that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I do have a uncanny ability to sound smart. <laughs> oh, good. Because we want that. <laughs> right. Uh, but I, I think and that, that also kind of scared me the past three weeks is, is realizing like, I think we have maybe more listeners or more people who do listen to us and like look at what we have to say and put more weight to it. And I think maybe as we go forward, if we do say something or do have an opinion on something, people will look at that and I don't know, kind of look at it as not fact, but like look at it as like, it would be just highly valued if, if anything, like, yeah, Sierra's right. They're like, whoa, like, and they'll say, oh, Giselle's right. I'm like, whoa, they, they say that about me. <laughs> Scary. I yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's something I, I would feel, I feel very humbled by the fact that people listen to us and, and uh, are interested in what we're saying, take us seriously, agree with us. And I also <clears throat> totally respect if, and when people say that they don't agree with what we're saying, because mm. like, ultimately we have pretty specific perspectives on things and right. Right. Among like the trans community and the gender non-conforming community, including cross-dressers, it's like everyone has a slightly different way of expressing, expressing themselves, expressing their identity. And so everyone is going to be different with all of this. And yeah, just the more that we hear other voices too, and the more that people get in touch with us and, and just like, have those conversations and share their stories on the discord on the podcast. Like that's what makes this such a great community is because we, there's space for, for everyone to share their story and to, for people to learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you're able to bring me back to the podcast and just kind of make me want to do it again. Cause it is, it does take some effort on my part to want to like, edit a lot of this audio i mean i love everybody and love their talking but i'm like and there's so many ums and i'm just like oh they said um so many times and i'm just like there's only so many ums i can take in a day before i'm like okay i need to take a break this is a lot of ums of course yeah it's it's a lot to do i certainly noticed the same thing like when i'm editing my own segments you know realize how many times i have little verbal tips until i actually have to remove them all and then it's very frustrating i agree i agree but I think I'm I'm back, you know, and I'm I'm glad you're back and we're able we're both I think we're in a good space now that we're able to like get back on track, maybe an episode a week, maybe an episode every two weeks, I think. Yeah, I think we can get back to our old schedule. Like for me personally, the thing that I was like aside from moving, like this has been such an intense month of just like coming out to people. Like yeah. I've been completely full time as myself now for more than a month. Yes. And it's like I wanted a break. I needed a break from all the trans shit, as I call it. Like, <laughs> it's like I needed to just take time to just like be myself and not think about being myself. Yeah. yeah. And it's been really kind of a relief to have many days now where I just like wake up, I get dressed, and I don't really think about my gender identity every day. Mm-hmm. I'm just always myself. And it's kind of a relief to, after having spent really like, a big part of probably almost every day over the last year thinking about this and going many years back, much the same thing, just in maybe in ways that I, that reflected that I didn't really understand what I wanted at that point. It's like to be at this point now, like I can 
go through a day and just realize like I have a little more mental space than I used to have because I don't have to spend as much time thinking about all of this. Yeah. And And so like for me, like taking a little break like that has been just huge to like take a couple of days where it's just like, I'm just going to think about power tools. I'm going to think about coding. (laughs) I'm going to think about moving and I'm not going to think about, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course I'm going to put on clothes in the morning. I'm not a monster and I'm going to enjoy picking an outfit, but I'm not going to think about like my gender identity. <laughs> right, right. And I, I hope that like that, that's what I also with the podcast, like we don't have to talk about cross-dressing or gender, even though that's what our podcast is about. I mean, that's our main topics that we talk about, but like it, we would be amiss if we don't talk about like, hey, that riot, like, hey, the, the trial that sparked the whole BLM movement, you know, that broke all your windows and the reason that people are all putting up, like, you know, Blue Lives Matter flags. Yeah, that that's happening right now, right? Like, that's affecting us yeah. as a community. Well, it's affecting us personally. And, and yeah. for people who want to hear about nothing but cross-dressing, there are podcasts for that. Yeah. Um, it, for people who want to hear mostly about cross-dressing and gender, but then also hear a couple of... I think pretty fun and, and uh, smart people talking about their opinions on, on current issues and just kind of thinking about what it means to be a person in the world in 2021, uh, including from a gender perspective, then this maybe this is the right podcast. Yeah, I don't know where those smart people are, but we there's us. We have us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should I spoke too soon. I spoke yeah. Too soon. No, now they're going to be like, I don't, we can't find the smart people, but we'll, we'll just tolerate the Sierra and Giselle characters. Yeah, you know, it's like Sierra is good at sounding smart, but yeah. I don't know, like beyond that, if it's actually yeah. the real deal. <laughs> right. And Giselle sounds like she knows things, but I don't know. I don't know. She might know some stuff. She 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 knows she knows a lot. Yeah. She knows somewhat. She knows some things. Uh well, I'm glad we're back. Um, I'm glad we're able to chat and I still like doing these chit chats at least once a month. We definitely I like catching up and even if for the podcast listeners, because they, I think they like us if they keep coming back for more. I guess, idiots, they're so dumb. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. They're, they're. We met some pretty amazing listeners. Oh yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're, they're all right. They're okay. They're okay. They're, they're. I mean, really, some some of like my closest friends now I've met through the podcast. You and Chloe. all right, yeah, we'll That's give them a pass. Thanks. Fine, we'll give them a pass. They're okay. We'll give them a pass. They're not dumb dumbs. Just. <laughs> The only dumb dumb I'm thinking of right now is my dog Galileo. He drinks. Oh, pool. he drinks that pool water like it's nothing. Yep. I was like Galileo, don't drink the pool water. Then he then he circles around and he goes right back to the pool. <laughs> yeah, my dogs are are good with the whole like circle back thing. Like if I tell any one of them to like move to the other corner of the bed, like get up out of my space. Typically, what they'll do is they'll like get up, circle around, and come right back to where they were. Oh, oh, I love it. I love your dogs. I can't wait to have one of my own one day. One day. Anyways, you'll um, just be like, for now, you'll be that, that cool aunt who comes around every once in a while. Yes. Yes. And your dogs love me, by the way. I fucking love your dogs. They were just like, they just like pet me now. Like, okay. They were all, yeah, they were all up in your space. And Galileo is like, well, actually has never known anything other than like a life of luxury. So she, she <laughs> would like expect belly scratches from a home invader, but <laughs> Galileo is, is uh, he's had a, he's had a tougher way of things before coming to us and so like the fact that he trusted you right away i think Aww. is a really good sense of uh really gives a good sense of just like uh what a great kind of friendly demeanor you always have oh as he as galileo continues to drink pool water <laughs> right yeah maybe the maybe the um 
chlorine <laughs> out of mind is not as, as clear as it should be. But. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Galileo. Well, this was fun. Thank you, girl. You know, I, I, I love you so much. I love chatting with you and you're the smartest person I know. And that, and apparently uh, hope thinks so too. I I agree. You are very smart and whatever book or thesaurus you're, you're taking all your words from, please share it with the podcast. Cause you know, a lot of words. <laughs> I was, I was watching an episode of friends uh, yesterday mm-hmm. uh, and it was the one where Joey writes a letter on behalf of like Monica and Chandler for their adoption. <laughs> and do you remember that where he like changes every single word in the letter using a thesaurus? Yeah, <laughs> I do. And it ends up being nonsense. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like I should, I should do that at some point. Just like think of, think of a new word for every word that I say. Please. And then, and we, we would know, we would know yeah. nothing, nothing different. We'd be like, that sounded smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounded great. Uh, all right, girl. Well, I'll let you get to your nighttime duties uh, with your doggy doggies and your swim, your night swim. So, yeah. You know, it, it's uh, warming up here in the desert. So it's, it's definitely yeah. good swimming weather. Cool down girl. All right. Well, I love you. I'll chat. I'll edit this and post this immediately because you know how much better of a podcaster you become in like seven months or eight months. You are so good now. Like you don't even need any direction. That first two episodes, you you needed some, but girl, you've got this. It's whatever. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, this has just been really fun and glad we're able to talk again. All right. Love you, girl. Enjoy. Love you too. Have a good night. Bye. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.